Alright, hey, it's Will Taylor. I'm now at uh, Strange Brew, which is just a fabulous listening room, coffee house, studying hall, all in one, a really kind of neat community center. And it seems like probably, you know, five times out of ten when I walk over here, I run into my um, long-time friend who has known me since I was a teen uh, in Austin, um, Tim O'Leary here. The Tim O'Leary, piano player, lives here in Austin, Texas. Yeah, we're doing great. Um, and I always seem to run into him, and I just thought, you know what? I need to chat with him on the, the podcast. This is a podcast for Strings Attached listeners and people that are interested in you know learning music, learning how to play, what, what, it, what is it, the life of a musician, things like that. And, and uh, Tim was in probably the first band ever that I was in, uh, he lived in a clothing optional apartment complex in East Austin. Yeah, I had to mention that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, here I was, you know, 18. I think it's a pretty interesting thing to mention, but uh, clothing optional. My dad lived there. Uh, some of you who live in Austin may remember this. Uh, New Manor Apartments It's not that way anymore. Um, but we rehearsed over at Tim's apartment complex, or apartment room, actually, and I was in high school. I was a, a senior in high school, and he, uh, he played the piano, and... We had a, a Brazilian drummer named Tonico Vanelli, Vanelli, I think, on drums. Uh, my good friend uh, Glenn, um, what? John Lassenheiser on guitar and Ken Metz on bass, right? Yeah. I think that was a, f- a whole group right there. And you played piano. And you also, I remember you, you were learning Brazilian guitar at the time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really seen much of you for probably 20 years. And then you kind of popped up and back in Austin, I know you had some things you were going through, and but you're still playing music, and and um, this weekend I'm doing the Dark Side of the Moon show, actually, at, a, at an abandoned uh, building downtown, and so I have a couple things I wanted to ask you about. One was just, like, your experiences of working with me when I was not even a professional yet, what you remember about, <laughs> if you remember what that was like. What was it, what, what do you remember in, you know, playing music with, with Will and that was about 1986, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I got something for you. Yeah, but first, me. I want to ask you, how do I subscribe yes. to the podcast? How do you subscribe? Yeah, that's right. Okay. The podcast, um, <laughs> you can subscribe by uh, emailing me, will at willtaylor.com, or just going to uh, stringsattached.org, signing up on our mailing list, and you'll get information about, about how to do that. Or just look on iTunes for Strings Attached, and there'll be a podcast will say strings attached um, concert previews so this is a partially a kind of a preview of the dark side of the moon show with a little biographical information since I just happened to run into you and I like to have fun with it and just you know talk with people that I've known over the years in Austin and and get the musicians perspective of, of playing music what is it like to be the guy behind the keyboard you know what goes in your around in your mind why I just interviewed Dave Madden, who's a keyboard player in my band. Have you seen Dave? No. And and you know we, we talked a little bit about well why the heck do we do this after all these years? I mean it's not easy making a living or surviving as an artist. You know what keeps us going year after year? I, I kind of explained my own deal. I won't say it now, but but yeah. So that's how you get back to the podcast. You just uh, email me, go to iTunes, strings for strings attached, and um, Tim O'Leary from 1986, 87. From in Austin, Texas, and you're still playing uh, jazz piano and writing, a composer, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of transcriptions these days. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and um, what I remember from, from yeah. back in those days is that um, 
you told me, I think, once that you spent a summer or a good amount of time or something just mm-hmm. going through the real book, you know, just turn the page, turn the page, and just sight reading, you know, reading mm-hmm. it. Hmm. And at the time, you could read a lot better than I could, mm-hmm. actually, and because hmm. I've been kind of an ear guy, and I do read, uh, but I never did spend a summer going through it, and I probably still will do that sometime. Mm-hmm. And I've been through most of the real book now, but... Um, right. I'll tell you, it was we were doing some challenging stuff. I mean, like yeah. doing giant steps and joy spring. That was a challenge for oh, me yeah. to even get by. You know, I remember that we did giant steps too. Did I we think really? So. Wow, I think so. <laughs> and I was playing viola, like just completely yeah. jazz viola. Was it mm-hmm. was it the blue one? Did I have the blue viola, or was it just I a regular? I think you did have the blue, blue viola. One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was an interesting period. And we did we have any gigs? Did we do any gigs? We played at a bookstore once. Yeah, my and dad's bookstore, right? Yeah, I think so. Paperbacks Plus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, and, anything else? Well, yeah, yeah. Now that bookstore is a coffee shop, I think on Fourth and something or other, Colorado right. or something. And yeah, I still had. I don't think I do anymore. But I, for the longest time, I had the little poster we made up for that gig. Oh no. And. Um, I'm trying to think if we did other gigs. Yeah, we did other gigs. We worked at, uh, um, what's that little Mexican restaurant by UT? I don't know. uh, (laughs) It's still there? On 30th. Oh, uh, Jalisco Uh, or no? No, it's it's kind of a well-known one, but the name skips me. I guess it's not important, but they had the main restaurant upstairs, and then they kind of had a downstairs room. Oh, yeah. Oh, that place. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Trudy's. Trudy's. Trudy's, yes. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right. So we're doing the dark side of the moon, and we, we kind of, you know, with, with all the strings attached shows, we come to the music from a jazz sensibility. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's been said that jazz isn't a kind of music in itself. It's a way of playing music, a way of interpreting music. If you think about, you know, early jazz, they always based, you know, the, the writers, not the writers, the performers played a lot of the popular tunes, and they sort of improvised upon them and so we kind of take that idea with rock and roll and we don't go in and play bebop over Pink Floyd you know yeah. but the Dark Side of the Moon and I think it's that, that music is very cool because it has so much space in it mm-hmm. at a time when Zeppelin was happening and there were a lot of rock and roll was, was seeking to fill space mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. you have these long introductions long solos you don't hear that in rock and roll today everything's so yeah. You know, rush, you know, I can't wait for the chorus to come, got to get to the chorus, got to get, you know, there's even a band called 54 Seconds, which is like, some producer said, if you don't get to the chorus by 54 seconds, you're not going to have a hit. <laughs> Did you know that? There's a there's a band, it's called 54 no. Seconds. And, but, you know, you wouldn't have that in Pink Floyd's music. There was time to, like, mm-hmm. have a trip, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, smoking pot or something and you're just going off on a, on a dream. And so when we do the music, you know, we uh, we improvise. You know, we obviously do it very close to the original. But we, those guys were improvisers. They were improvising in, in whatever genre you want to call it that they mm-hmm. they were in. I mean, they even have that band. There's this one video they were playing on in Pompeii, and they set up their amps in this giant theater, mm-hmm. uh, amphitheater. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. And and it's like the most avant-garde rock and roll you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. So those guys, you know, so we we love doing this show because. It has so much space, and people seem to really respond to it. Because the folks that grew up and knew that album, or, or heard that album for the first time, feel like they're a lot of them when they come up, they say, oh, "I feel like I went back to the '60s and reliving mm-hmm. those times," you know, mm-hmm. and we bring that alive. We've done it here at the Strange Brew, yeah, once. Were you at that show? I think I missed Dark that. Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. 
And um, do you have any remembrances now that I'm talking about the Dark Side of the Moon when it came out? Did you have any? Or did it, or did it, it was just kind of in the background of your life at the time. Well, I guess um, I'm not a real good example because somewhere in the '70s, about the earliest, more or less '70s, yeah, I quit listening to any kind of popular music. Although you hear it right. anyway, just in life. And I just strictly started listening to nothing but classical and, and jazz. In the 70s. And so, yeah. And so, and so Pink Floyd would even be, even, even though nowadays that music is far from popular, because yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you look at the popular music today, it's way different from the Floyd. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Moon. But you just went toward, wow. And I do want to say Possible. that, you yeah. know, on your Strings Attached concerts, like what mm-hmm. you were saying about jazz sensibility, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was your word, but... Um, yeah. You know, about the space and everything. I mean, a lot of well-known musicians have commented that, you know, it's the space between the notes that count and so on. But these concerts you do, it's like they're some of the best musicians mm-hmm. ever around. Mm-hmm. And they may be doing, they're doing songs, uh, you know, from the various things, like in this right. case, Dark Side of the Moon. And... Um, like jazz players doing them, but not sounding like hokey jazz or anything. Just doing right. it sound like an informed musician is the way I think of it. Nice, nice. And um, and not you know like not covering it, like right? Trying to do it exactly like the record or anything like that right. at all, but just doing it like I guess whatever comes out. Mm-hmm. And you'll have enough um, sense to do things that it all it all fits really well with what you know the whole cool. context of the sound and everything. Which show have you seen or shows? Is that, was it here at Strange I've Root? I've seen Sting. I've Sting? seen oh, right. uh, yeah. s- several others. Um, yeah. And so I, you so you knew me when I was a kid, when I was 18, and mm-hmm. now you're seeing me at 45. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty yeah, insane. I think you were about 17, maybe. 17, I know. And you know what's funny is that you talked about you get you decided to don't listen to classical music. Well, when I was 40, I mean, when I was in 86, 17, when you knew me, I... Looked down at popular music. Mm-hmm. I was in that same mode. I I had friends that would, you know, try to convince me. Will you are you're pompous. You're 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 like putting down. You don't respect rock and roll. And and I would argue with them about it mm-hmm. forever. And it's ironic that almost twenty years later, here I am. I've do, done rock tribute shows and and mm-hmm. I've been kind of learning how to play rock and roll. Learning how to play f- other st- more roots based music. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Roots based because. You know, jazz is based in the blues, which is a roots-based yes. music. Mm-hmm. But some of the jazz forms of today are very cerebral. They're very, you know, on that math level of music. Mm-hmm. It's like listening to math. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that has been common among the players of Strings Attached is a lot of those guys, like Glenn Rexash and Steve Zirkel and the people I work with, have, they've gone all the way to the edge of that, and they're still playing in those kind mm-hmm. of math-like jazz. I nothing against that, but yeah. they like the idea of playing really simply and with this roots music. It's, it's just a kind of a fresh um, way of, of approaching music, you know, and seeing what we can do with it on that level. So it's like the other, it's the other frontier. Yes, and, it, and it's sort of very compositional in a sense, too, mm-hmm. is that it's not that it's thought out and written down, I guess, so much. I mean, maybe, right. you, maybe you do write it down when you figure it out, but uh, it just feels uh-huh. like it's very organic and spontaneous and, and right. comes together. Organic. I like that word. That's that's what we shoot for. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about the Dark Side of the Moon show. We're actually pairing up 
Halloween uh, with Dark Side of the Moon. We're calling it the strings first annual Strings Attached Dark Side of the Moon Halloween Ball. Um, we just thought, hey, this, it's spooky rock and roll. Yeah. It seems perfectly paired mm-hmm. for Halloween, you know, and like they've paired up the uh, uh, dark. Have you heard of Dark Side of the Rainbow? Or you know, they've, they've taken somewhere over the rainbow, and, mm, really? and they. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the film called again? This uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, and they, mm-hmm. they 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 time it exactly with the Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. The entire album you can watch through, and apparently it wow. syncs right up. <laughs> so um, we're we're kind of trying to do a spooky, similar kind of thing with fog machines and light, and cool. and we're going to encourage people to dress up at costumes mm-hmm. um, this coming Friday. Hopefully, if you're hearing this sometime, maybe next year or years from now. That it's an annual event that happens in Austin when, when a lot of the stars and people that we love, the musicians that we love and adore, come out to do their own particular take of a, a song from the Dark Side of the Moon. On this particular show, we're having Mark Utter, Dave Madden, Courtney Sanchez, an amazing uh, jazz singer, is going to do uh, the great gig in the sky, the wordless. Uh, piece of the dark side of the moon where people um, end up crying usually in our audience mm-hmm. because it's, it's sort of like a gospel tune with no words so we hope you're there dark side of the moon halloween ball friday october 31st stringsattached.org i want to thank tim o'leary again for uh, just i just walked right up and said hey you want to do the podcast and he just accepted it right away thank now, you will sure now he's immortalized in this and um, do you have any music that people can check out that are listening to this? Um, did you anything online, or is you one one person I just discovered was named Chifra, and it's 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 kind of like it's spelled sort of like Cherny, C Z I F F R A, and he's a guy who took um, uh, well-known uh, tunes and and kind of did them up in sort of a Listian fashion, mm. uh, just amazing. But it, it really turns out I mean turns out great uh, uh, and that's just my latest sort wow. of thing that I'm into latest exploration discovery yeah. in music mm-hmm. cool I'll check that out uh, okay we'll see you guys out there you've been listening to the Strings Attached podcast from Austin, Texas also um, be sure to if you're in Austin be sure to come to a Strings Attached show and if you can't come if it's look look for it online Is do you ever have it online yeah we, we're hoping to do a broadcast for this Friday's show working on that need um, to hear it yep look it up we're, we're also on Concert Window it's a live broadcast uh, platform check it out concertwindow.com uh, Strings Attached and I look forward to hearing from every one of you out there. My wish for you is to have a, an amazing musical experience, that, um, to provide an amazing musical experience that takes you to another world. And uh, we'd love to hear your comments about that. So thanks for listening. Take care. Thanks, for Will. Now. All right.